0: Okay, welcome to Tavern Talk on the How It's Network. So this is a and D related chat, and we're all having a drain camera all talking about nerd stuff. So hope you enjoy. You know, not to blow our own trumpets, guys, but we have some stupid and hilarious moments. Mm, we oh yeah, yeah, they are. Like, like I, I think that's what like a lot of a lot of D and D groups don't take it like necessarily seriously. Um, I don't think we take it maybe at all seriously. No. Um, and so it just, <laughs> it just makes sure that all we do is, like, have a proper laughter in the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, yeah, hopefully we're capturing that kind of thing. Yeah. We have a lot of, like, homebrew stuff as well.
2: Um, oh, yeah. And sometimes the rules just get thrown out the window. It's like, yeah, oh, that's a cool thing. You can do it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, really- totally, it's like Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally.
0: Should, well, should we have a short discussion about that for podcast reasons? Homebrews? Homebrew and, like, the rule of cool yes yeah the rule of cool. yeah like as a dm and a player i want the rule of cool in the game basically at all cool, yeah. times like yeah. I, I am totally fine with a rule as written in the book being ignored or slightly edited or whatever if it means that the player can do something which is fun if it means the player can do like i'm not talking about like overpowered like game breaking things um i'm not saying that players should be able to like jump to a different planet because they just want to Yeah. but I'm saying like you know if you're being overly pedantic about a rule like oh there's a gap of five foot you go to jump it but you fail to save that means you like you know fall and die or whatever it's yeah. like because that's how the book says it should work it's like no like you know make sure the players are doing cool things if they suggest they want to do it it's probably because they actually want to do it you know people don't suggest like oh I'm going to try this thing because they don't want to do it so don't let rule get in the way of fun like, i literally? do have a slight
2: switch on that yeah I, yeah, yeah I love the the rule of cool it's amazing but i still make the player roll for it yeah there's of still course. Yeah, there's still it. a what chance to do something there's yeah. still a chance of a nat one. Oh totally like, yeah. if you don't roll a that one yes you can do it if yeah. it's a nat one you're going in a bin off like yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's
3: like rolling the nat one can create an equally Funny thing, funny? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. failing like, something is hilarious. Like, players amazing. know
0: when they're <laughs> taking the piss. Players know when they're pushing like the boat out, essentially, mm-hmm. and being like, yeah. Oh, "Should I try this? Should I not?" So like, it's like you say, when you roll for it, you get a nat one. It is funny, like yeah. it is hilarious. Oh, yeah. And again, I think in the DM's position as well, like you've got to kind of foster what a nat one is. Don't kill the player. Like yes. straight away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like you rolled in that 1 because you tried a stupid idea so I'm going to punish you but in a way which is funny or entertaining in some way but don't just turn it around on them and punish them because what it does is it stops them being creative and you know enjoying it essentially. Yeah. We have the uh, sometimes there's a nat 1 rule in fighting
2: in battles where a nap 1 was if you take a swing with your sword the sword might come out of your hand and mm-hmm. end up across the room <laughs> and then you're left there with yeah. like fists in hands going uh, what do I do just now
1: and <laughs> um, there's some really cool points on here actually so chaotic beta said how do you all deal with rolling death saves behind the screen player roll etc so we were literally talking about this um, before we started recording this actually um, so we roll them in secret um, yeah. so we roll them on the D beyond that but just to the dm Um, And that way, the rest of the party don't know what you're on, because otherwise, it's so hard to not be better. If you know that someone's, you know, past two death saves, why are you going to go over to them in battle and save them when you could be killing bad guys? Um, But we were actually discussing, interestingly, whether the DM should just roll it, and then even the player doesn't know themselves, and is it a surprise? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it a shock when it gets around to your round and you just get up and you didn't know, or you're dead? Um, I like so that yeah, actually. I know,
2: but it'd be we kind of harsh. It. It'd be kind of harsh if it's like the DM rolls three death saves for you. And, and it's you're like, dead. and she comes out to you and you're like, you're dead. You're yeah, like,
1: you oh. also, really got to trust your DM.
2: <laughs> I I'm a big with mine at 20s.
0: I'm a big fan, like, as a DM, in giving the player control and, like, letting them be confident with things like what they have rolled is what the consequence will be. Yeah. So, like, I think. From a meta perspective, it's great that other players don't know mm-hmm. what your death save yeah. 100%. is. Um, and from a kind of player autonomy perspective, it's great that they also still do that role. I just want the knowledge of the role between two people, the yeah. player themselves and... The DM. Yeah. Like, that's like, that's where the, how we do it at the moment, and I think it works. Yeah. But I'm willing to try a thing. Maybe it's in a one shot or something. Yeah, we can do even it in a one shot. Where it's like, videos. out of your hands. Yeah. yeah. It's um. out of your hands, and because you're technically unconscious, you wouldn't know. Yeah. I would I literally like wee myself waiting. You <laughs> <laughs> want the DMs rolled? That's in my garbage. I'd shit myself. I
3: honestly think that, like, my anxiety levels would be so much better knowing that it's not even not a No, your problem, control, problem yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's a chaotic beta's reply and said like such you and the DM now, love it. it leads to great role play yeah, as long as the player understands no matter yeah I think definitely sometimes we have to be like hide your face because some yeah, people are yeah, like yeah. ugh that's
2: that's cool. him. And,
0: and this is a this is a homebrew rule that we try to include in one shots as well and, yeah. and, and we're, I think we're quite a good group for introducing new people to the game yeah. and so we often have new players in one shots that have never played before yeah. and it's really difficult to say <laughs> to a new player look here's what you're going to do you're going to roll it on the app you pick this option so it goes just to the DM and please do not be like, oh, for fuck's sake! Because right? <laughs> it ruins the idea, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, so yeah, now we're, we're more experienced players and we've done it for a long time. Like, it's kind of natural to get that like poker face when you've done your roll, but for the new players, yeah, it's yeah. really difficult. Yeah. I feel yeah. like, as well, like, some people play on it as
2: well. Like, they'll roll a death save and they'll fail it and they'll go, ooh! Yeah! <laughs> It sad. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. no shit
0: save me you know, I, I had a new player recently literally roll a death save and turn to me and go what does a one mean
1: and so I was like oh <laughs> 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 you gonna die <laughs> unrelated to that as well um, Darvis commented saying that um they decide that DC based off how well they roleplay it. I really like that as a point. So really cool. Yeah, I do. Deciding how easy or hard something is to achieve based on how so, your, your
2: character.
0: Yeah, I do plays. that. That's, that's, yeah. that's definitely something to think about because I don't really do that. I look at the back of the DM screen and go for the you yeah. know medium hard whatever DC. But I think that's dead useful. Like probably I'm, I'm doing it. See, so, yeah, 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 things like, it's like my persuasion. that's
3: not in, you, in the way. Yeah, of the
0: sound. Sorry. I'm not about being on the. Camera. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do the thing of like. So if it's like mm-hmm. say a rose trying to jump a twenty-foot gap, yeah. the DC is gonna be like seven, eight. It's gonna be hardly anything. Like a dexterity save. Now, if a gnome's trying to jump a twenty foot gap, the DC is going to be nineteen twenty. Like <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, that's so what I so do. But what about if the
1: rogue throws the gnome? <laughs> See, now that makes
2: it hilarious. And unless, yeah. you, unless you're unless you rolling at one. <laughs> okay.
1: No, I really like that. That's I, something um, interesting
0: because I, as a DM, I often struggle with like the idea of that's a good question. persuasion. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in this yeah, group, yeah, yeah. is basically yeah. like. You don't just get to tell me you're persuading someone. Yeah. You know, you don't get to... As a player, I don't like the idea that you dictate when you're rolling something. I think the DM should do that. Mm-hmm. And so what I tried to... Because I started a campaign at a, at a geek retreat. And what I tried to start with that group that I think really works really, really well is... I basically said, don't you dare ask for a role don't walk into a room and say I want to do a perception check just just don't ever do it instead walk into the room and say I'm gonna look around for blah 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 and yeah. then I as a DM will tell you great then do a perception check yeah okay like, I'm
3: really guilty of doing that I think like in campaigns and I think sometimes I'm still in that mindset of like oh should I can I do this or can I do that and actually I should be like here's what I want to achieve, how do I yeah. achieve it? Yeah,
0: here's what I want to achieve, and yeah. here's how I want to just go about the game. Whereas
3: i will be like, please DM, and, can I roll this? Yeah, wait
0: wait <laughs> for the DM to basically pick up on you and say, yeah. okay, well if you want to do that, roll or something. Because like I hate this whole idea of like, oh, there's a guard in the way, the door is there, I'll persuade them. Yeah. yeah, don't no, use it's a that little bit of word. Manner, isn't it? It's it's quite yeah. It is yeah, I don't like that as a um, DM because I'm like, no, stop telling me when you're going to roll. <laughs> Instead, walk up to the guard and say like, oh hello, um, sorry, I'd like to come through, and you know, normally people like me get access to this place. And then as a DM, I'd say, so you're trying to persuade them. And in that case, yeah, you yeah, role, role play it. Yeah, the one, yeah, the one thing I
2: don't like is when it's like a walk. You you're all walk into a tavern. It's like, can I do a perception check? on what? It's yes. like yeah. 5,000 things going yeah. on at once. Yeah.
1: You've got to pick what you're looking for. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Um, there's quite a nice point here. Um, Darvis mentioned about um, death save saying I like to think of it as the place of soul fighting staying stay in their body. I think that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so dark. Yeah. My soul has left my body
2: so many Darvis
1: times. Yeah, we don't talk of Morthal's
2: soul. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but right. also Chaotic Vito on the point that we were just talking about said about um, kind of playing devil's advocate. What do you do about players who don't prioritize in character roleplay. I think that's a really interesting point and probably a pretty good one that for for you guys to discuss as DMs, because like. I imagine you've come across it, so... I'm going to take this moment to go for a wee while you two discuss (laughs) a lot,
3: if that's okay. Because I haven't had my excitement wee yet. Uh, No, it's not
0: okay, you have to sit here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's an interesting question. So So uh, what what was the question? Um, So,
1: kind of what do you do about players who don't prioritise their in-character roleplay? So we were talking about the importance of death saves and play into your character rather than it being meta um, um, so what do you do as a DM for those players that I
0: don't prioritise their characters role play? we're pretty good at role playing as a group we're pretty good at it yeah. I, I've definitely had um, individuals who are new players in one shots that it's not that they won't be good at role play one day or whatever but it's like they're a bit nervous and they don't know what they can and can't say or things like that and so they're quite quiet or reserved that's the worst I've had it. And in that case, I basically, I like to be stubborn with the roleplay that I do. So I will kind of, you know, this might not work with all players, but I would necessarily target that person and kind of say, you know, oh, well, good day to you. Uh, fine weather, isn't it? Are you, are you after anything specific? And, you know, I, I basically, I, I kind of ham up my roleplay as a DM. instead of Instead of leaving that kind of, Voice or leaving that person's mind and saying, "Okay, so what you need to do now is ask me um, in in character, um, like what I'm selling or something." Mm-hmm. Like I, I basically, I'm, i I try to be stubborn with the role play, stick in it, and let them know that if they want to get something from the situation, be as silly as I am, you know, be as be as extra or or kind of get on my level. Yeah, you know, like, that's the yes, way I deal with it. It's forcing them. It's like, it's not forcing them, but it's like, a, it is forcing them you
2: know, into the man. role play, yeah. isn't it? It's like, oh, well, I want to ask for such a thing. And you go, know, well, ask me then. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. ask me then. And then it's, and then like, it becomes more of a conversation than like, do you know what I mean? Than yeah. being forced that we're playing a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I say to people as well when they ask, like, when they first start, it's like, it's not a computer game. You can do whatever you yeah, want yeah. like, to do. If you if you <laughs> yeah. want to pick up a cheese knife that's on a board and throw it at the nearest gnome,
0: you can. But there will be consequences <laughs> yeah, for yeah, it. Like, yeah. They're just like just in real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I think we gave advice for like brand new players before about like don't you don't need to have a voice or something, but but Personally, I find having a voice for a character very, very useful because it lets me and the table know when I'm role playing Mm -hmm. and when I'm not role playing. So I have a very, very different tone when I'm not role playing. It's like, oh, can I do this or can I whatever, Um, or even asking the DM rules question or whatever. But like now, I feel like it's automatic. Like if I go, like, and what are we doing today then? Like, you guys know I'm the professor. And yeah. You know I've actually asked that to the group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't turn around and go, what What are you doing? You know, yeah. like, you, you don't. Yeah. And I feel like as a DM, because I'm stupid, I really like to ham up the voices. and I really like to, like, let the players know when I'm also in character and let them know you're never going to be more stupid than me like, yeah. never, you're never going to be more embarrassing than me you're never going to be more stupid um, and so even if you do the stupidest voice you can imagine I've got one even stupider you know? Yeah, yeah. To I to think, think that's a really about. nice
1: point yeah. um, because I do think doing voices can be quite intimidating but you're yeah. right it, the separation is nice and, and Emily was saying on there as well about kind of the separation being nice which is good
2: Yeah, as, um, as a DM as well I feel like you get into voices more so when you go back to being a player it's more natural to do it and it's nice just yeah. to do one voice, not 150. Yeah. <laughs> so,
3: like, even if you're not, even if your character's not got a voice, you can still sort of be in role play. Like you can take a persona, can, basically. Yeah, yeah it's it? their I mean, motivation, isn't it?
2: Yours, you sit up more when you do your voice as a yeah, character. It's weird, you isn't Sit it? up more, and then when you're asking a question, you still like yeah. you sit down. But yeah, so that's you, what you do. Isn't even it?
3: if you've not got like a really obvious voice, you can still role play anyway and still. Do you, you kind of got to get into the habit of thinking what would my character do? Mm. How would my character say it? How would they phrase it? Um, and you know, it's things like that. It just it, makes it more. Here's a question grim. for you
0: guys: Do you role play outside of the game? I don't mean like in the bedroom. I mean like, <laughs> like you already know. Uh, well. <laughs> we have had a few gnome fucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and <Just> the band <laughs> the Dean at the end of the bed with his knee <laughs> with a little hat on <laughs> a little pointy hat on yeah. are you very really funny <laughs> just a fake so like <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, Dungeon Daddy has joined and I just think that's a great name oh, for oh, that conversation yes.
0: Uh, Daddy. Daddy. Um, Daddy. No, it's not me,
1: <laughs> Daddy. There's a nearly, really nice point again from Chaotic Vita here saying, like, voices in DMing really helps those that are introverts, so kind of when you're behind the screen, anything is game. I think that's a really nice point. Yeah. I think especially if you've got yourself a nice supportive group of people, and like Dean was saying, he does stupid voices to make other people feel better about their stupid voices. <laughs> um, but what I would say is, like... Um, they've filtered some of our comments (laughs) because of of what you said (laughs) Um, but when it comes to voices just remember (laughs) that when you are doing a voice no one else knows what voice you're doing so if like Jesper Uh... who was South African and then Indian and then Welsh and then Australian It's just a voice that you were doing. It, it, it doesn't traveled. have to be... It's yeah. <laughs> a well-traveled man. What, um,
3: what was quite cool is, um, again, Andy, who's one of our players, he's not here he oh. plays a Kenku and they mimic voices, so he'll do, like... Oh, look, if he's just, like, good. struggling with a voice or... Can't be bothered with it anymore. Mm. He'll just copy somebody else's, and he—he's yeah. quite copies, shy, isn't he? He's yeah. quite shy, isn't he, he?
2: copies Dean's NPCs. Yeah, oh, and it's absolutely so hilarious. Well, but
0: you, you never know when he's going to change his voice. Yeah, I know. I, I, I love it. I love it as a DM that he keeps me guessing. Yeah, like, it's brilliant. But like in fairness, this is probably a separate discussion we can have about like NPCs um, and their creation. But a great example is Barnold because, you know, I created a character- I created- (laughs) uh, I created a NPC which was working in this tavern and it was the main tavern of this kind of entire campaign. So I knew he was going to be around for a while. Mm -hmm. He wasn't like a throwaway character, but I thought, how do I get into this guy's head every time they walk into the tavern? And I was like, well, I'm going to base him on a person I know in real life acting like he's my best buddy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Um, So I created this guy called Barnold Schnitzelgrabber, and essentially, he was Arnold Schwarzenegger just in Mm D&D. And so, you know, these guys would walk into the tavern. His entire motivation was that he worked like you know, a thousand hours a week to put his kind of kid through school because it cost a lot of money. So he was always like dead frantic as well. And so these guys would walk in and it'd be like, nah, What do you want to eat? Do you want some food? You have to order now. Like he would just be super extra and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, uh, and then, yeah, next thing you know, Jin, the Kenku, like, <laughs> he, after these guys have walked out of the tavern, they'd be like, Right, what do you want to do, guys? And he'd be like, Why don't we go to the next street over there? <laughs> <laughs> like, he would just cut, and, and it would take the whole group by like surprise. It was so funny. Um, but he does that with loads of NPCs in my campaign. And yeah. I just think, like, it's such a unique thing for his character and like it brings him out of his shell because yeah. like i love andy uh, he's a great member of our group yeah and he's an introvert yeah uh we love you andy
1: yeah <laughs>
0: he, he's an introvert and so like if i as a dm can offer him these like stupid voices and he can you know, kind of like he doesn't have to make them up himself you know like he can just latch onto those and it brings him out of his shell like I- i'm so happy like yeah if you look over at me when Andy's, like, doing one of my own stupid voices in the game, <laughs> I am cheesing. I am, yeah, like, yeah. grinning so hard. It's just, like, It's really awesome. nice, isn't it?
1: Yeah. 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 There's a really funny idea here from Stav, who says that they had a silent um, PC in a game that they run. Um, she was a barbarian, but she mimed going into range with her eyes. I just think that's brilliant. <laughs> with her
3: eyes! <laughs> so,
2: I love this. The angry eyes. So, our barbarian... Which is Andy again? Oh yeah. Um, he doesn't do with his eyes. He actually got rage tattooed on his wrist. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he forgot again, to rage. keep, keep <laughs> raging. Which and is absolutely
1: great which
0: deal, is great. amazing. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I could a lot of love for the Kanku idea. I think that's great. Um, Dungeon Daddy says we need individual mics We know. We wish. Well, we know. We, we wish.
0: wish. Um, and also, <laughs> if
1: we have an Amazon wish list, we don't, but we probably should.
0: We um, do you know what we should for small bits of equipment like yeah. a new like, cable and things like that, yeah. Just a great shout thank you so much and if
1: you would like to be our Dungeon Sugar Daddy that's Barely okay yeah.
0: <laughs> <out. Barely laughs> totally, yeah. we've got extra content
2: on our Patreon yeah. <laughs>
1: absolutely <laughs> pay um, for this he got it tattooed on his wrist um, because it has a little plus next to it so that he can add the additional damage that he's doing for rage rather yeah. than it on his knuckles. Because he kept writing it on his hand, kind of here, so he got it tattooed in the place where it, um, he was writing it. So that
0: like he every, add his plus. he would rage every time, every <laughs> combat, and he'd constantly forget to add his bonuses. And we'd yeah. be like, and then he'd be like, oh, sorry, like he'd write it on his hand, and we'd be like, you need to get that tattoo, <laughs> you have to. And then he just turned up one day, didn't he? He didn't even tell us about it. No, he, he just didn't. turned yeah. up one day yeah. with a rage tattoo and it was like, oh my God. On the subject I of
3: like D&D tattoos, does anybody who's currently listening right now have any Dungeons and Dragons tattoos that they want to put in the comments? Because I think quite a few of us have actually got them. I yeah. know. Yes. see if other people have got them as well.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have a Kraken, a Mermaid and a Pirate. D&D-ish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've got a D20, right? I've got a yeah. D20
3: on my wrist. I don't think people will be able to see it, and I can't be bothered to get up. But I have a D20 there.
0: Yeah, You have a B20? You've got, you've got a B20. I, have, I have a B20. Should I show it on the stream? Yeah, can get you get your leg that high? I don't know.
1: Yeah, you definitely can't get your I leg that I feel like
0: high. if, 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 if he <laughs> can get his leg this high, just... You
2: ready? You ready for this? Yeah, get it. I was going to say, out. pull your pants up, not down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll get us band. definitely get us band. I'm just going to put it down a bit. Why
2: don't you just take the phone off?
1: Oh, Dungeon Daddy might send us money if you pull your pants down. Yeah,
2: It's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. it is B20! Yay.
3: I feel like mine's really, like... We're so... We've got a like, really different, aren't we? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> a lot of D20 there.
0: Yeah,
2: Cat, Cat got a chonky boy tattooed on it.
0: Should I just leave it there? Yeah,
2: I can leave it a
1: little bit lower down. Yeah. Um, okay. Chaotic Vito needs to settle on one. I feel yeah, I don't have my D and D yet because I just cannot decide. No, just got loads. Um, just got loads of I'm getting
2: a D twenty with that old nineties fire off the back of it. Nice. But I need to get a total <laughs> tattooed on me first.
1: Nice. Um, I am considering a coffee dragon. So we didn't we talked about it um Treader briefly before he was my first ever character, and she ended up kind of getting a pet coffee dragon called Howie in our campaign. So he's like a, a cat-sized dragon That sits in cups of coffee um, So he's pretty cute
2: I seriously um, think you should get it on your shoulder Yeah, Like over go the go top of yeah. yeah. well, cool. my
1: um, Darvis has got a bald eagle clawing its way out of his arms Sick That's uh, cool. cool. yeah. <laughs> So sick um, and yeah, they're in the watercolour splashes and stuff. But yeah, I need to, I need to decide on my D&D tessie, but they'll definitely be more involved. Do you know what's really nice? The
3: fact that like, as well as like, com- like commenting to us, people having like their own individual conversations yeah, with each exactly. other in the comments. That's, and that's wholesome. Really nice. That's yeah. wholesome. That's
0: very nice. We'll like be a hub community. We all yeah. love that. I that's what I was talking wow. about before. Like it is such a good community on yeah, like, TikTok, is. that like, you know, it's just very nice.